3: Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Saltz and Shahab Zaghari.
0: Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm your host, Shahab Zaghari, with Skywire, a premier business and marketing technology firm that specializes in tools for the hospitality industry.
1: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz, author, analyst, and owner of Mobile Groove, where I deliver my clients' custom research and strategic content marketing and media services.
0: And, faithful listeners, as you know, (laughs) the last show of every month is what? Traditionally, uh, everything. (laughs) Yeah, apps. Apps, (laughs) apps, apps. apps. Uh, And it's everything you, the listener, need to know to market and monetize your app with success. Uh, To do this, what we normally do is we deep dive into companies and experts. Uh, that were included in Peggy's Apponomics book, The Insider's Guide to a Billion-Dollar App Business. Uh, That's the book you wrote in partnership with InMobi, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's still out there. I mean, it was launched actually almost a year ago now, and there are still weeks that uh, it's getting a massive download, so you can download it for free from the InMobi website, and we'll give you some of those links later in the show and in the show notes, the companion post over on the website, um so 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 yes that's what it's all about apps
0: perfect and to provide expert advice on making money with your app we generally welcome uh mahak sharma from inmobi in the u.s but uh while she's a regular guest you know we also would like to mix it up a bit um and so she'll be back for sure but peggy who do we have today
1: yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a surprise this one. I was uh I was thinking, yes, we usually deep dive into things like user acquisition and all the, you know, lifetime value and we get out our calculators when we listen to the show practically. But this time I thought about, you know, well it's not just how to make your app a success. It's all about the networking opportunities, the education, everything that you will need to take advantage of, um, you know, of getting your app to the next level. So, you know, you might be thinking, well, what on earth does networking have to do with making apps or making money? And, uh, as I said, you know, it's really all about connecting with the right people, the right organizations that will help you get the, to that goal, whether it's uh, education, workshops, meetups, events, support, or, or just the opportunity to hang out and build the relationships you need that will raise your profile and uh, generate enthusiasm for your app. So put all that together and uh, – keeping that in mind, it makes a lot of sense to talk to an organization that is at the center of all that. And so the Application Developers Alliance is an organization that's there to uh, help you take your app to the next level. And our guest is Jack Ward. He's Executive Director of the Application Developers Alliance. Uh, Welcome, Jake.
0: Hey, Peggy. It's nice to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. So uh, just real quick for our listeners who might not know about the Application Developers Alliance, uh, you know, give us a little bit of background on the organization. When did it start? What exactly do you do? Uh, three years
4: ago, the Application Developers Alliance came online for the first time. We were, uh, we were at the time, a very small startup nonprofit organization that was looking for uh, ways to support and promote developers that we generally... Um, Worked with, worked with developers across verticals, whether it be web development, back-end systems, uh, enterprise, mobile apps. There's no question that, that the development of mobile apps and the, the rise of the industry became sort of the sexiest part of what we did. Um, we quickly grew to represent several dozen companies, including some of the biggest guys, BlackBerry, Google, Ericsson, mm-hmm. some of the larger um, platforms and publishers, who came on board as members and brought with them uh, – a, an incredible credibility, but more importantly, an insight into what was missing from the industry in terms of, as Peggy said, uh, the connective tissue. Right, the the thing that allows a publisher to make decisions when evaluating monetization partners, when thinking about their go to market strategy, or even when thinking about what to build as an iterative piece of their app development. And, Over and the- getting
0: getting those companies that are that large to adopt it uh, so early on. That's that's. Uh, amazing, but you know what what uh, is the requirement for joining i mean is it, who who can join and how do they do that
4: individual members individual developers of of any stripe, any product um, life cycle level or level of experience are welcome to join uh, individual membership is free today. we have a uh, little over fifty five thousand individual coders who are members and utilize our our content and, and attend our events, engage with the alliance on a pretty regular basis. Corporate members um, do pay annual fees. That's where our operating budget comes from. They are, uh, as I said, some of the biggest companies in the world from Intel and Ericsson all the way down to one- and two-person mobile app publishers working in their garage looking for a foothold Mm -hmm. in a particular market, and and membership dues um, vary depending on size.
1: So, what kind of um, spread of members do you have? I mean, because the app economy itself is now so vast, you know, and I'm talking to a lot of um, marketers who are saying, you know, we have to make an app, we have to understand this. It's not just always the app developers, there's a lot of other companies in that ecosystem. How does that reflect? How's that reflected in your membership?
4: Uh, I think pretty accurately um, is -hmm. a short answer. There's no question that the majority of our programming, that we host dozens of events both in the U.S. and in Europe every year with the purpose of delivering um, expert content, whether it be from a a... Uh, monetization expert at InMobi or Millennial Media or AdMob or OpenX, you know, some of the smaller platforms that can sit in front of an audience of 200 mobile app developers and say, when thinking about uh, monetization by design, here are the key components that you should consider. Not a sales pitch, just a philosophical discussion about monetizing an app. There's also a a need for a real reality check among most mobile app developers that the numbers are unmistakable, right? There There is... very few mobile app developers making minimum wage, quote unquote, mm. and and cracking into those markets is incredibly complex. It is incredibly difficult to solve the discoverability challenge,
0: but and at times expensive.
4: It, yes, often expensive, though as many have found and gone bankrupt trying to find out. You really can't buy your way to success. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we when we wrap all of that together as a as the, we call it the App Strategy Workshop Fundamentals Programming, we're able to pull out a lot of very unique content and deliver that to this, this mobile app startup community and people that are sort of mid-product life cycle and trying to get into the store. That is a very long-winded way of saying that we can take that expertise because of who our members are and because they are bought in to, to um, provide value to the ecosystem at large. The byproduct of that is our membership, both corporate and individual, represents platforms, backends, monetization systems, discovery tools, marketing firms, publishers, publishing tools, metrics, anyway, the, that that in a nutshell, carriers, you know, those those guys make up the ecosystem at large, and we have representatives from all corners of it as part of our corporate membership as well as individual membership.
0: And so, you know, going back to the challenges... Uh, you know, is is getting discovered the one and only challenge? Or is there a lot of different things that uh, you guys kind of cover cover together? When we are talking about the, the very specific niche of
4: mobile apps, uh, particularly for the phone, I think there are a myriad of challenges. Discoverability is certainly one of them. User retention is probably mm-hmm. second only to that. But the the adage that the easiest user to reach is the one you already have it holds true in the mobile app space and it doesn't do you any good to spend a million dollars on user acquisition if you aren't able to continue to engage those users you know, D7, D14, D31 after download because what happens is you find that you're burning through another million dollars trying to keep your user base up. And and so we, we do a lot of work with, again, lifetime user value. We get out our calculators with the best of them we also help with um bringing in companies that better understand what what indicators and what metrics can help a startup understand where its audience is so often a development shop will have an idea begin to build the app try to build traction then look at monetization and then um, understanding of its audience and that's backwards right if you have an idea great who's it for What's that audience look like? How are you going to monetize? And all of those questions are, should be asked and answered before you write a single line of code.
3: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best name. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to namejet.com at Mach speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Webmaster webmasterradio.fm.
0: Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zaghari.
1: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Graves.
0: And again, our guest is Jake Ward, Executive Director of the Application Developers Alliance. Uh, again, thank you for uh, coming on to the show. It's
4: my pleasure. Thanks
0: for having me.
1: So I'm going to so, pick up on the bleak on the bleak it. thing we left with Shahab <laughs> because because uh, I think that's a really great segue into getting to okay obviously it's not a walk in the park um, but you know the ADA does do a lot to support app developers and you have for example um, this devs build it uh, w- what is that and what's the role of that and how does that fit in.
4: Sure. Devs Build It is a website, it's a search engine that enables us to um, gather, aggregate, and curate to some degree content produced by our more than 225 corporate members throughout the ecosystem. Um, Specifically, if Ericsson produces a white paper on IoT technology and the use of 5G to connect devices, we want it. And we want to put it inside Devs Build It and make it searchable and sortable for visitors. So that when somebody is looking for information on IoT, it is easier to to discover than, say, through a traditional search engine. Um,
0: the the so best example. Up, I'm sorry, I didn't. I don't mean okay. to interrupt, but is it no, no. set up more like a wiki? Or no,
4: it's no, it's uh, it's not open source. Warm-y? It is we we cure. It's Google for developers is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Google would hate me saying that, but that's what it is. <laughs> we have uh, we. <laughs> We have gathered several thousand pieces of content, tagged them appropriately, and, and scaled them throughout the, this database. When you search mobile app monetization on the Devs Build at home screen, for example, you'll get 36, 37 responses. If you do it inside Google, you get 1.7 million. That is, that is a great um, example of quality over quantity. There is, there is real value in drilling down To the essence of what we're talking about, and giving developers a a clearer
0: path toward answers. And unlike Google, there's probably—and correct me if I'm wrong—no, you know, ad spots and people trying to get to the top. Right. There's no.
4: uh, Right. We. I mean, look, everybody loves Google. Don't get me wrong. But the Mm -hmm. uh, there. This is a nonprofit that has no. um, There's no incentive to Mm -hmm. to to promote. Uh, search results it's it's purely relevance driven traffic driven
1: well let's, let's talk about the other thing that um you know app developers companies and apps also have to have top of mind and that's really you know all the legislation out there all the best practice i mean there isn't a day that goes by that you don't see something about about privacy or patents out there and uh you know this is an issue, but it can also be an opportunity. How do you represent your members? How do you work with these organizations? How are we getting, how are we making sure that these apps coming out, you know, are uh, respecting our privacy, but also, you know, awesome apps?
4: First and foremost, the Apps Alliance is a membership organization. We're a nonprofit, we don't pick winners and losers. Our sole Mm -hmm. mission is to promote and support developers as a workforce and as Mm -hmm. innovators. Um, I've often joked that software developers are the manufacturing class of the digital age.
2: Mm. There are
4: so many building so many things that nobody notices but couldn't live without that they largely fly under the radar. And it's our our hope, it's our job to ensure that we're there to support what they're doing and also to stand up for them when other people forget it. No place is that more clear than on issues of public policy. Uh, Mm. When it comes to... Congress, when it comes to state issues here in the United States, when it comes to the EU and on a nation by nation basis throughout the continent, things like privacy, software patents, copyright, single digital market, uh, VAT collection, things like that are often legislated by, are always legislated, quite frankly, by people who have no idea what it takes to build a mobile app, what it takes to build a business and partnerships and, and a user base around these. Um, these quintessential pieces of innovation and it's our job to stand up for the for the innovators and to say privacy is important there's no question about it but are we actually talking about privacy or are we talking about notification
0: transparency and security mm-hmm. because that's a, that's a <laughs> and, huge difference and, and you know that that kind of brings up a, a good point you know privacy um i mean I heard a a story uh, on a different podcast uh, recently where, you know, they were talking about how, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, people were very wary about giving their information out. Uh, And now people just, uh, you know, agree to anything as far as terms and conditions with all different kinds of apps and, and, you know, wearables and things of that nature. So, you know, with humanity coming to this point of, of, uh, you know, being interconnected with all this technology, uh, you know, what possible issues other than privacy do you do you foresee coming down? Uh, you know, the line that's going to impact the app business. Sure, I, I mean, I think it's important for us to
4: to say that often people, um, it's easier to say users, quote unquote, just sign over on a privacy policy or just scan a privacy policy
0: mm-hmm.
4: and and to be um, dismissive is the wrong word and I don't mean to imply that that's what you're doing, but it is, it is a developer's responsibility to provide value to their users and to respect their needs and their wants and to understand what that transaction looks like. If I give you X, you give me Y and we'll continue to have uh, service together, a service agreement. It is not the job of developers to make people read those privacy notifications, but it is in the interest of every developer that they are transparent and that they are delivered in the best possible way. We have, again, 55,000 individual developers and hundreds of companies and not a single exception to the rule that they want their users to understand exactly what is being done with their data and how it's being used because that's the deal. They never want to surprise an end user. So for policymakers, for regulators to imply on any level that developers are um, circumventing the system, that they are being subversive in some way toward their end user, misses the point of business entirely. To to kind of get away
0: from that, uh, for our listeners who might not necessarily have an app uh, developed already or one for their business, uh, give us some tips on developing a mobile app for the first time.
4: I think anybody who's going to start the process of bringing an app to life needs to start with a, a simple answer to the question of why. Um, often, the answer is money. And if that's the case, then the first thing you need to do is monetize by design. By that, I mean think about how you're going to turn what you're building into money. Now, obviously, that doesn't apply if if you're Coca-Cola and you're trying to build an app that extends brand or you're Ford and you're trying to build an app that extends a service that already exists. Those are two different categories entirely. But if you're talking about startups and people that are building an app for the first time, monetize by design.
1: And I like to interject there because that was a big part of my Apponomics book as well. You know, you have app developers, small companies, mid-sized companies, I mean serious companies, 10, 20 people, not just people in a garage, thinking, oh, we're going to have an app. Um, but they didn't think about the monetization model in advance. They thought, oh, paid, but then paid turned to free-to-play or you know, freemium or something. And then they had to go back and re-architect it. And that will just blow a budget or a company out of the water.
4: No question about it. And it's, it also changes the experience entirely. One of our members actually said to me recently, um, we, were, we were talking about using cloud and how, how great is the scale. And he says, building an app is like building a house, you could put in the plumbing and the electrical later, but it's never going to be as good and it's never going to be as intuitive and, and as seamless as if you'd just done it right the first time. The other, the other piece of that that you alluded to, Peggy, is, is building for an audience, is understanding the, the market that you're trying to enter into with the product that you're building, which then leads to the final tip, um, which is to know exactly who that audience is and what Great. they want, what they're looking for.
0: Now, I'm going to cut you off right there. We do have to take a quick break. uh, But when we get back, uh, let's uh, kind of uh, focus in on that last tip. That's a a great one. So uh, don't go anywhere. We have Jake with us, and we'll be right back.
3: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. at BruceClay.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zaghari.
1: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove.
0: And again, we have Jake Ward, Executive Director of the Application Developers Alliance, uh, with us today. Uh, And we were right before the break going over tips on developing a mobile app for the first time. Um, So again, you know, just to kind of reiterate, monetize by design and build for an audience, not for yourself. So always keep in mind who's going to be using it, you know, what the end purpose is, and will they want to continue to use it?
4: And, and the final piece of that particular puzzle is understanding who that
0: audience is and how they change and what those dynamics are um, and how it relates to your product. So and, and normally how is that done? Is it, is it by analyzing data of other apps similar to yours? Or you know, what, that, what kinds of things do you look
4: for? That, that's a good place to start. Um, I think that if, you're, if you've got an idea for a product and you've already conquered the idea of how you're going to make money, or the, the, the puzzle of how you're going to make money, the next piece is looking for comps, right? It's, it's like buying a house. You need to understand what else is out there, what else, mm-hmm. market competition, and also what, um, what is possible. You can't think you're going to reach an audience of 2 million people if there's actually only 20,000 of the specific niche that you're targeting. Um, once you are live and aimed at that audience, it is very important to continuously update those metrics, that you need to look at indicators of success, indicators of failure. You have to take a really long, cold, hard look at what the numbers are telling you and and not to be too in love with any one piece of your, of your product.
1: I just want to know, I mean, they're very basic and very important tips, Jake, but I'm also wondering... Um, what level the app industry is at right now With uh, because when I was looking back a year ago into some vision mobile research it was amazing it was something like Uh, an astounding number of app developers build an app for themselves without even thinking about the audience you know it's like hey this is cool i like it my friends like it everyone's gonna like it is it is it like that out there or 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 people moving on and understanding that this is about really you know researching the audience researching the opportunity treating your app like a business really
4: well i think like with any other um Industry with a low barrier to entry, there is there is a real eighty um, twenty rule going mm-hmm. on here that that you can like I said before, you can build an app fairly easy. Building a business is really hard, and um, developers by nature are problem solvers. They're experimenters. Much of what they do is by trial and error, and and there's there's real value in tinkering, right? In building even the most beautiful product was done with some trial and error, and I, I don't imagine that most app developers would consider an app that they built and uploaded and didn't get a single download a failure. They'd consider it a commercial failure, but not an engineering failure. But if it did 250,000 downloads and crashed, they'd think it was a failure.
0: Great, and, and uh, you know, just to leave our listeners with something, uh, you know, the opportunities that are out there. I mean, what, what's next? What's uh, down the horizon? Is it wearables? Is it something else? Uh, w- what are you seeing out there? Well, I think the
4: Internet of Things um, generally, not wear- not necessarily wearables specifically, but the Internet of Things holds a tremendous allure and potential for app developers. It includes um, all of the components of mobility, but also adds that significant layer of... Um, Enterprise software, and embed software, a higher level of connectivity, increased data. What we don't know yet is what those business models are going to look like. We don't even know what the services are going to look like, quite frankly. And you'll hear over and over again that the term "Internet of Things" is actually incorrect. It's the uh, that that already exists. That's just the Internet. It is, the, <laughs> it is it is in fact a more connected world and how to produce services around that connectivity.
0: And even though it's we don't really know what that's going to look like in the future. One thing is for sure, the Application Developers Alliance can help you figure that out. Um, so, Jake, uh, if you can tell our listeners how they access uh, the alliance or uh, maybe even how they can get into contact with you. Sure. Uh,
4: we are appalliance.org is our, is our homepage. Devs build it, D-E-V-S build also the website that I mentioned earlier. I'm on Twitter at Jacob M. Ward, uh, and at Apps Alliance uh, is the
0: the main Twitter handle. Great. And Peggy, uh, how can our listeners get a hold of you?
1: Uh, everything's over at MobileGroove.com. Uh, the email, Peggy at MobileGroove.com, and uh, a regular column over at Forbes. you want to check that out, and of course tweet to me what you think about the show and about what I write, Peggy Ann, at Peggy Ann, A-N-N-E.
0: Great. And you can contact me uh, at... On Twitter at Shahab Zagari, that's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. Don't forget to check out uh, our portfolio over at Skywire.com. Again, thanks for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. Remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. Finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your target audience with mobile. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week.